a Lifetime original podcast. Wait a second. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's okay. You know when you shake the bag, she gets excited. She doesn't bark when I take her out. When Andy takes her out, she starts yelling at him, like, hurry up. I need to go. She don't do that to me. He's exciting. He's exciting. Daddy. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. And I don't want to, we're going to die in Britain? Like, what? No way. Yeah, no one cares. No one knows. They I know. No, they'll go, oh, you, two Americans dead. That sounds like a, a fine day. <laughs> Big Big old Indiana thighs just <laughs> popping, knocking into each other. Oh my God. Knocking into each other. Indiana thighs. That's this episode title. Forget the movie. Indiana thighs. <laughs> Help me get him in the No, 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 no. I did my part. I did my part. I got to April and Natalie and I put their stuff in the booty. Pretty, pretty, pretty. What did you think was going to happen to your little friends when the dock couldn't open, huh? Huh? I huh? it was going to look like a boating accident, but they still live. Mike, they still live. They weren't supposed to die, Mike. Stop right? freaking out. I Would don't want to do this. Freaking- I don't want to. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, here with the stunning, the booked, busy, blessed, Megan Gailey. <laughs> well, I don't even know which one of those is true. <laughs> All of them. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here with you. <laughs> hashtag set life, hashtag blessed <laughs> to be here. Naomi, how are you? You're looking just so springy in this um, pink. I know, a little pink. You know, it's a shirt. I love the color, but the cut isn't my fave. But honey, Mm. for a Zoom, who cares? For a Zoom, you could just be giving a pop and just be, you know what I mean? And so I, I appreciate you seeing me. I also want you to know, honey, first of all, everyone, you guys don't know, Megan, when my dear sweet dog, Mabel, was having her mastectomy and the house was just, we were all falling apart. Megan had a beautiful plant delivered to our house that is not only not toxic to animals. It's like you looked it up. I did but not. You didn't? Because <laughs> no. I was like, but how does she know? I'm thrilled. I mean, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what was that? Um, over a month ago? I think it was like six weeks ago. Still fresh. Wow. My husband, he has become obsessed with it. Literally, there was water. There was water on the counter. Just like, and I I was like, Andy, why is there water? He's like, I need it to get to room temperature before I spritz the plant. Oh, I, oh my, he's spritzing? He spritzes it because it apparently naturally would grow in humidity. And if you don't have humidity, you've got to spritz. And it has to be a certain temperature. I do think that giving people, because flower, I love getting flowers. I really do. But mm-hmm. they they die very they fast. And like yes. I, the last time I got flowers, they came and they were already dead. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, like the water was brown. A leaf was brown. <laughs> and they came from someone that I knew it's been a pretty penny. And it's oh, like, no. they, it's tough. Like, Oh, my wedding bouquet. Like you just, it's. I know. So I do think that sending plants is Mm -hmm. kind of nice because you can enjoy it longer. Absolutely. You guys, I'll post a picture of it. Okay. On the, on my personal Insta, because we don't have a show Insta yet, but I will post this beautiful plant. It is like, it gives me a very out on the lanai golden girls feel. It will be glistening with fresh, fresh mist. Oh I just love a bitch that's like, I, I thrive in humidity because that is not me. Like I would, <laughs> if I was your plant, I would be dead in humidity. 
My but hair, just, ooh, it's bad. Oh my God, girl, who you telling? I mean, I remember I was at a wedding in Florida and it was just like one of those things where I spent so much time trying to look decent because I was officiating, uh, right? So like I was oh, going to be up yeah, there. you're going to be in the photos. Girl, when I say that hair fell <gasps> flat and was gone within 10 seconds, it was like I stepped outside and it was like, who do you think you are? It was terrible. Yeah. All right, you guys, speaking of things going wrong, Megan and I watched, and we hope you did too, A Party Gone Wrong. Now this, Henny, this is a thriller, and it follows soon-to-be high school graduate April as she finds herself fighting for her life after attending a party with her friends Brittany and Taylor. After drinking too much, April stumbles into a suspicious rideshare to take her home, but quickly realizes the driver has other plans in mind. I'm not even going to tell you anymore. No. You got to hear it. You got to hear it, okay? If you have not watched it because it did premiere on Lifetime, you can stream it online, okay? No excuses. This one is a little tense, though, so you really... I found eating cheesy popcorn while I watched helped me. I needed that crunch. I needed something to do with my anxiety. And... And there was a lot more wrong and a lot less party than I thought there was going to be. It's real. And when they say party, seconds of a party. And then all the rest of it is gone wrong. And then coming up at the end of the episode, our special guest is Annabeth Gish. You'll know her from Mystic Pizza, The X-Files, and from one of Lifetime's summer of secret films, Gone Mom. All right, y'all, let's get into it. We have much to discuss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I love that. I love when you said it's all wrong, little party. Because it's true. <laughs> it really it's is. so true. I mean, even when the film opens, we don't, it's, it's our, it's our, it's the thing we love about Lifetime, but it, it starts with a bang on this one. They do you it. See a young woman running down just what looks like an abandoned, disgusting, it almost could have been like a, a subway, uh, like, un, you like know, it's just, uh-huh. yes, really, really dirty, gross, grimy, and she's trying to, and then we see someone grab her from behind and drag her By the leg. Grabbing her back. It's so horror movie. Also though, but immediately I'm on board because it reminds me of like, every episode of Criminal Minds. So I've instantly like, cause this, you know, I love Lifetime. They tell you up top, they're like, this is the problem, right? Yeah. And then you flash back. But this one, because it was so frenetic, you know what I mean? Like with the running and the dingy and the guy, I was like, oh God, she's not going to make it out of here. For some reason, I just assumed, I was like, this is again, party gone wrong. I was like, yeah. oh no, this is not going to be mm-hmm. okay. For some reason, I don't know. I just like, didn't think that the ending would be good because meaning also like when, anyone would live <laughs> right when someone gets away and then gets caught then it's like it's over because you've pissed them off now you know exactly. like that, they're always like how dare you do that and then they like come <laughs> back like if you're gonna get away you better really get away yes exactly because not only are they mad too but right now they're clamping down like now yeah. you're about to get handcuffed to a radiator uh, you know what i mean like whatever little movement you had it's over so it's like 
when you know, okay, I want to get out, you got to be like, how far can I go? And this is one of my worries, Megan, you know, as somebody with asthma, as soon as I start to exercise, I start to wheeze. I'm like, would I be able mm-hmm. to run for my life yeah. as people do in a movie? Like, I'm worried uh-huh. I would just like, my my lungs would just collapse and I would just pass out. Yeah, when someone is running, like this opening was scary to me, but when someone is like shoeless running in the woods mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. night, that uh, that is, and, and I do think, Part of what makes me so afraid of it is the running. <laughs> is that it's just like, oh, you're in the woods. Like, at least in this, she's in a tunnel. It'll end at some point. I know. But it's like, in the woods, it goes on forever. Miles and miles and miles. Miles and miles of woods. Ugh, we all saw a murder to remember. Oh, we boy. know. Miles yeah. and miles of woods. So it's it's juxtaposed with this very frightening opening. And then the okay, next thing we see film is analysis th- juxtaposed. Thank you, thank you. Is we just see gorgeous, elegant ballerinas mm-hmm. practicing. I love ballerinas. I wanted to be a ballerina so <laughs> badly. And we meet their teacher who is a very beautiful, powerful, cool black woman. All right, ladies, next week's performance is going to be big, 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 big. She, for me, you guys, imagine like Viola Davis's understudy. She had that look, like a beautiful dark chocolate queen in her 40s with like a just a gorge bod. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. a fit. And she's obviously the dance instructor. I mean, and I just really felt that energy. And I was like, okay, that's the character I'm trying to be in a Lifetime movie. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be hot black mom. Yeah. And now I have a new goal. So she is a ballet instructor. I thought we were going to get more ballerinas, honestly, but very (laughs) brief with the ballerinas. And then we meet April, who at this point, we don't know it's the ballerina instructor's daughter, but it is her daughter. And April is fixing a car while Mm -hmm. her two friends watch. And whenever a woman is fixing a car in a film, I'm like, that's the hero right there. (laughs) That is, because I'm like, how do you do that? That, there we go, she is our heroine. Brittany, this car is a disaster. Were you just gonna drive it until the engine went out? I put gas in it. I didn't know you had to do more than that. Oh, and I got an oil change last year. Taylor, will you grab me some oil? The whole, and the whole thing the friends are kind of on April's case about is that, um, there's a big party that night and Brittany and Taylor want her to go and April doesn't want to go because she knows her ex-boyfriend Sam is going to be at that party mm-hmm. and ex-boyfriend Sam cheated on April with her best friend, Natalie. You guys talked to her lately? Are you kidding? After Sam cheated on you with her? Sam wasn't good enough for you anyways. You know, I expected it from Sam, but not from Natalie. I have never felt like a more accurate depiction of high school, which is I don't want to go to that party because there's a boy there that made me mad. And then there's a girl that I'm going to fight with. That for me was like every interaction in high school. Not that I was fighting, but I just didn't want to be places other people were. No, I, I understand that. It's also so high school for it to be your best friend that they cheated on. It's like, what? Wouldn't you find a girl from a different school or even just like a girl a year younger? And those are still... Terrible, but best friend, like, I, I just, know. that doesn't even happen. It's like in movies, and I think I've talked about this, when people, like, cheat the night before their wedding, and you're like, <laughs> in what world? In what world? That who's is, got time? Who's, who's got, got the, the time? Like, there's a lot going on. Okay, so then we see mom come home. What is the mom's name? 
Mrs. They call Bishop. Her Miss Bishop. Miss Bishop. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I don't know her, her first name. I didn't is catch ever it. Given. So Miss Bishop gets home and she gives us a really refreshing take on what a young teen girl's mom could be. Take a listen. You know what? You ladies need to enjoy yourselves. Okay, you have the rest of your lives to work all the time and not go to parties. Miss Bishop is so fun. Cool, mom. I love it. She's literally like, you go to the party and I'm gonna get mine too. We love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I think she knows that April's like a good girl. So mm-hmm. even though later she's like, no drinking girls, mm-hmm. she's still encouraging her to go to the party. And and I, I get this because like when I hear people didn't go to prom, I get sad, even though it's like, who cares? <laughs> it's a, but they just seem like life milestones. And this is the end. This School has ended. Right. And this is the big we're graduating party. And even right. if you hate everyone there, it's like, at least go look at everybody you hate. And then you had that memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get to the party and it's a hotel party, which also was very senior year of high school, right? Like hotel. Cause isn't that what people do after prom hotel I parties? I forgot to go to a damn hotel. I, there's what? No, who pays for the hotel? No, because th- I mean, I, 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 there were definitely like, I remember people getting hotel rooms, but they've got like the whole veranda. Like I, I was like, do they own this hotel? Like what? Because think as grown women who travel a lot, but you know, when yes, the world was Absolutely. normal, if you got to a hotel and you saw a bunch of 18 year old kids in the lobby or like a ballroom, you'd be like, I have to go to a new hotel. Oh yeah, absolutely. You demand a refund. You demand a refund. Absolutely. Get me out of this Marriott now. (laughs) They had the whole thing. They also had a live band and the live band was very like 1994. Yeah. No doubt. A real, you know what I mean? Like a lot of like, it was like pop punk 10 Gals Things I Hate plat- About You. Yes. Yeah. 10 Things I Hate About mm-hmm. You type of vibe, which I was like, okay, fun throwback. Uh-huh. But as soon as they get to the party, April, Brittany, and Sailor, who do they run into immediately? Sam. Sam, Sam the ex-boyfriend. Good to see you all. Can you believe this turnout? Great idea. Look at how many people are here. I mean, they're all going to get a taste of what real college parties are going to be like. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, y'all. Sam, the ex-boyfriend, is underwhelming. I mean, I was like, you know, and yes, I comment on the hotness of men in a lot of these movies. But I'm going to tell you. Comment on the hotness (laughs) of teen boys. (laughs) The reason why I comment is because they're almost always trash. And you're meant to, you know, kind of believe that there's a passion or attraction that made our heroine make this mistake in the first place. But she lost out. And then you see them and you go, you won by not having to be with this person. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call him what I felt. I felt he was a weaselly yeah. arsehole. Okay. Yeah. He had that a little, like he was like very weaselly. You just like <laughs> knew from the beginning. He was like way too cocky for his stature. I felt as though the whole thing, I was like, I'm not that into you. And April immediately sees him and is like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, mm-hmm. relate so hard. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she gets to the bathroom, she runs into Natalie who's like basically her twin. She's like also a light-skinned black girl giving us a beautiful Just For Me relaxer. And Sam is white, 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 white. Like, so at this point, it's like, okay, we've got a Prince Harry on our hands. Like, is he, <laughs> did he, did he take them both to Botswana? What, like who, what is, Sam, I, I listen, I'm, I'm happy 
that you are clearly not a racist, but it feels like you've got maybe a kink going on. Exactly. It's a little too much. It's a little too much. And then, you know, Natalie is like trying to apologize. She's clearly really upset. And April is just like, yeah, I miss you too, but you did me dirty and like leaves. But you slept with him. Why would you even accuse me of something like that? (laughs) Just forget it. Now that high school and all that dumb drama's over with, can we just start over? Pretend it didn't happen? I was like, April and Natalie, y'all need each other. Dump him. Because now you're not friends with each other. And now April got to deal with Brittany and Taylor's ass. Taylor's over here. Look like she about to hook up with Sam. Why do all these girls like Sam? Is he rich? That's what I kept the whole time. I was like, Sam must be rich. (laughs) And by rich, I mean Sam's dad is rich because you're not rich in high school. Well, then maybe he did buy the hotel Hotel. veranda. (laughs) Maybe that's why. I think that's, I do think, well, because when they get there, it like comes out that Brittany and Sam plan the party together. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. think Sam like paid for it and then invited. But when parties happen like that, it's like, do you invite everybody? I don't know. My high school class was like 700 kids yeah you probably would well not everybody in this wait your class like just your year was 700 kids just my year what what was your campus Um, i don't understand where all those people fit that would be 2800 children oh yeah easily wait i don't understand did you have like was there an equivalent of madison square garden is that where you have like assemblies and stuff um we had two gyms Two gyms. Yeah. And there were high schools that we played in sports that were like twice the size of us. It was crazy. Wow. This is I don't know. And these are big kids feeding us corn growing tall. Big, (laughs) big, big old Indiana thighs just popping, knocking into each other. Stacking them into classrooms. You have like 32 people. Oh my gosh, the good old days. Oh my God, knocking into each other, Indiana thighs. That's this episode title. Forget the movie, Indiana thighs. But listen, I'm not done. Speaking of Indiana thighs, I said April got a problem because these white Mm -hmm. girls are just bad influence. Literally, April is like legit a Girl Scout troop leader. And she's like, I don't want to drink. Brittany's Mm -hmm. like, okay, have some ginger ale. And that ginger ale was not ginger ale. And that's when I said, Britney is wicked. I said, get away from Britney. She is the worst. Oh, wow. I was like, Britney's fun. <laughs> what? I was that's, like- what, that's what I said at that time. Because I was thinking, like, she just wants her to, like, not be upset about this boy. And when you're 18 and your name's Britney, the only way you know to make someone not upset is to give them a shot. <laughs> well, she needs some better coping skills, okay? Because I was living. Because- Literally, while mom's at the theater trying to ask out the guy who she's into, who's like giving me knockoff Cat Williams energy. Kent, Kent, Kent was not fine enough for Miss Bishop. Kent, they sold us on Kent, and then when we saw Kent, we were like, "No, that is not what I was imagining." I was imagining like a very distinguished professor. Yeah, dashing. Yes, and, yes, and, yes, yes. And we, we that is Kent. Kent, at one point, I, we could see his earrings, and they were a pair of Forever 21 earrings that I personally own. And I'm like, Miss Bishop. Kent was, first of all, looking like he had been a guest of the state, and that is by that I mean he has been incarcerated. He did have cornrows and some diamond studs, and, I think and like it was like, Miss Bishop, suit? you like- are Viola Davis. You should not be with Cat Williams. I don't want to see it. Were you trying to ask me out? Are you checking me out? 
Yes. Yes. That is if you were going to say yes. If you were going to say no, then that conversation never happened. <laughs> oh, really? And then, so while she she getting a date with him, and she's like, ooh, he said yes. And I'm like, of course he did, Miss Bishop. <laughs> April is at the party. She's, like, wasted. Yeah. And Brittany's like, I'm going to go get you water. Stay here. And yeah. April walks off. Of and course, she's you like, can't tell a drunk person to stay here. That means you? they're going to go anywhere. And then she's walking on, like, a bridge. that almost looked like it was a hospital terminal. Yes, it was that and, covered bridge energy. Like, she's yes. going from Terminal A to B at the yeah. airport. And she's so, she's very drunk, very sloppy. At this point, we're like, how much did she drink? But I guess she's a teen. And Brittany comes up behind her and gives her some of her water. April, don't leave. Here, here, hydrate. You'll feel better. Uh, it tastes like crap. It's just water. If someone says, I'm going to get you water, wouldn't that imply that they are going to go procure water for you and you alone? Well, Brittany comes back with an open, half-empty bottle of water. I mm-hmm. said, see, that's when I knew Brittany was wicked. I said, don't you come up on me with half a bottle of Poland Spring, unmarked. Yeah. Uh-uh. I said, no. Megan, oh. if you said I'm going to get you water, would you come back to me with a half open, empty bottle of water? No, but if I was bringing water to a friend who was so drunk they couldn't stand, I'd take some sips. <laughs> I go, they're not going to miss it. You know, I mean, like they need it. But if I'm dehydrated, then I got to sip, sip. Well, Brittany took uh, a glug glug, okay? She drank most of that damn water, okay? And while that's happening, then she, like, walks her over to the bench because she's going to wait for her ride share. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, you know, like, what, like, 15 minutes away, 20 minutes away, right? So they're going to wait there for a while. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, 20-minute wait? More like 20-second wait. Right. A a stringy-haired dude rolls up in a van and is, like, car for April? And Brittany seems like she's like, oh, this is weird. It's definitely like even April in her drunken state is like, I don't think this is my car. You got to check the plates. You got to check the plates, ladies. Okay, I'm going to tell you as a non-driver in Los Angeles, I am not exaggerating when I tell you I've probably taken 947 Ubers and Lyfts. Okay, and you also know I live for a true crime. So I know I know I'm rolling the dice every time I get in a creeper's car. Uh But you know that, honey, I'll tell you what you do. You look at the plate. Mm-hmm. If the plate don't match, you don't, you don't get in get the car. In. I have done that. In. I said, the guy, yeah. he goes, oh, I got a, I got new plates. I okay. go, good for you. You got to get a new rider. I'm not doing it. Right. One time I had a car come and he has somebody in the passenger seat. Yes. It was not a line. It wasn't a pool. It was mm-hmm. like him his and friend. his friend. And I was like, yeah. you can go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Two against one. You ain't putting that- me underwater. Okay. I won't do it, Megan. That happens a lot um, with food delivery. And I'm like, that's <laughs> nice. They have a friend with them. Like, I do think if I was driving rideshare, I'd be like, CJ, you have to come with me. <laughs> but people would get in and I'd be like, this is my husband. You can chat with us or not. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, I couldn't, like, I got in, I remember no, one scary. where the guy, it was, it was like a picture of a young guy, but then the car, then the driver was like an older guy. No. And I literally, I'm, I do not step inside. Okay, Megan, I'll tell you what else I do too. I don't step inside until I've verified. I won't even open the door. Then once I open the door, I come in. You got to make sure you have an inside handle to open the door. Because you know what some of these creepers do, Meg? They will saw off that inside handle so there's nothing for you to use to open the door. 
What? And so like at night when it's like, you know, you're drunk, it's dark, you're not paying attention. Usually you open the door, you close it behind you. And then you don't realize till it's too late. Oh, I can't open it from the inside. Oh my God. So I'm checking. I'm checking. No, it's a, it's, if we were to tell like our ancestors that we just get into random people's cars and they drive us to the airport, they'd be like, what? (laughs) Why? Don't you, can't you? Call a friend. Did you ever see the bone collector? Yes. Yes. And so that was taxis. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. I, I watched it. And then we, I went to London with my family, like very quickly after that. And I was so afraid to get in a taxi. I made my mom walk like three miles home in <laughs> at like one in the morning in London, which is less safe than if right, we had just right. gotten in a taxi. <laughs> but I was like, if we get in a taxi, we will die. Mom. Right, like right. it is bone collector. And I don't want to, we're going to die in Britain? Like, what? No way. Yeah, no one cares. No one knows. I know. No, they'll go, oh, two Americans dead. That sounds like a a fine day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So you do get this moment, you guys, when Britney is, like, helping April get in the car that, like, Maybe she doesn't like the driver because the driver's like, I'll help her. And then Britney's like, I got it. No, I got her. No, I'm just trying to I help said her. I got her. But then just as April's leaving, Natalie comes walking up, you know, being like, hey, where are you going? And then Britney literally just pivots. Listen to this. My drinking buddies stitch me. You want to hang? You want to be friends again? Why not? Drinks are on me. So apparently Brittany just like needs a black friend. She literally mm-hmm. forgets about April and is like, come get a drink with me, Natalie. And it's like, okay. And like for that second when she was like trying to help, you know, help April get in the car. I was like, okay, well maybe Brittany is a real one. But then the way she quickly was like, Natalie, come on, we're friends now. Yeah. I was like, mm-mm. Naomi mm-mm. knew a lot sooner than I did. I'll just <laughs> say that. Okay, so... Now it gets truly scary. Like all of the instincts that we thought this is shady are driven home because the car pulls up to an unmarked door and April is like, where are we? What is going on? And and she's wasted too. Yeah, Yeah, even wasted. Yeah, you start to be like, oh, this isn't right. And that does start to make you like sober up. Yeah. So they get to this just like kind of abandoned looking building yeah he honks the horn and a guy comes out and he is scary and they have this conversation i don't live here get up who are you you guys are just taking a pit stop the van broke down I mean, you guys, again, will you please stream this movie so you can visualize? Because the guy who comes out of that warehouse, I mean, he's out of central casting for, like, terrifying dudes. They both are, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, the trucker cap, the beard, a Carhartt pant, perfect for wiping blood on. Like, he was just so, like, you know what I mean? And, like, really beady eyes. And so you're just like, oh, God, if he, if once he gets her, it's a wrap. And I will say this, April is tough as hell because basically the guy's like, come out. And she's like, oh, I'm having trouble with the seatbelt. And so when Mm -hmm. he leans in to, quote, unquote, help her, she, like, you, she takes that moment, she kicks him. She, like, kicks him and pushes him out, gets out of the car. She starts running. But again, y'all, she in the middle of nowhere. Where right. can she run? Okay. And so they catch her and then they put her in a room that's like, at first I thought it was like a meat locker, or like a storage locker or something. Yeah. 
it, and we later learn that it's a freezer. So it yeah. is kind of a meat locker. It's definitely not her house. <laughs> they definitely have not taken to her, taken her to where she wanted to be. But, right, but the whole thing was, as she's trying to figure out, you know, he locks the door behind her. She's trying to figure out, like, how do I get out? Is there a door? Can I turn on lights? And she ends up flipping on the, like, freezer fan. Basically, like, an industrial fan that's meant to freeze that room. Yeah. And, you guys, that's our ticking clock. That is what raises these stakes, honey. Because once that freezer's on... It was like it's either these guys are going to kill her or she's going to freeze to death. Exactly. Um, And both options are very bad. Yes. But then you think it's you guys Then I will say this really threw me, Megan. Mm -hmm. The guy flings open the door and shoves another girl into the like storage unit. And who is it? Natalie. My God. My God. I didn't see happening at this party. This is party gone wrong. This is party gone wrong. The two black girls? They took the two black girls from the party? This is messed up. This is out of control. And (sighs) you guys. At this point, I'm like, where are their phones? Like, teens, TikTok, Snapchat, do something. I know. I know. That's the thing. And just listen to what happens when Natalie comes in and April reveals that she has turned on the freezer. Please just turn off the freezer. Why did you turn it off? I didn't mean to. It was an accident. My dad always told me to clean up my own messes. Same goes for you. Oh. No. <laughs> I thought he was going to kill me. Natalie, stop crying. What are they keeping us alive for? Will you be quiet so I can think? What? Okay, first of all, I have a couple things to say about this entire thing. Why is the kidnapper trying to, like, teach her a lesson like my dad always says you made a mistake so you fixed it then april's being so mean she's like could you please calm down it's like you have literally been kept in a freezer by a crazy person i don't care if you know how to fix cars this is an emergency yeah like they they really brought party energy to this we're about to be killed situation and it's like absolutely it's i've never been like we don't need we don't have time for drama but we do not have time for drama (laughs) it feels like they're really (laughs) trying to have like no i'm mad at you no i'm mad at you like bitches you're gonna freeze to death yep well as i'm very terrified for my two coco queens lives Mm -hmm. taylor and sam are hanging out First of all, why is Taylor hanging out with Sam, the ex-boyfriend? But listen to this moment when Taylor finds her earring on the ground when she she and Sam on the street. Where are you going? I have to find them. Hopefully April just went back to her house. Wait, wait, wait. Sam? Not now. Look, hey, I want to find her too, okay? Okay, I know you think I'm a jerk, but I'm a jerk who cares. Okay, mm. now, is that supposed to be endearing? Um, so I think that's code for I want to have sex later. <laughs> Wait, why is I, I It's like, I'm a bad guy, but like, I'll treat you nice. Uh-huh, and I see like, what you're saying. And when you're 18, you're, you're like, okay, that'll do. He bought His dad <laughs> bought the hotel, whatever. <sighs> okay, so this is when the film goes up a notch. We're back in the freezing meat locker and Natalie reveals this. So Brittany and I drank and then we danced and 
before I knew it. I couldn't walk, and Brittany had ordered me a ride home. No, 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 no. Brittany can't be dead. But I heard of hitting her. So we can't think like that. Brittany's the last person to see us get into the van. She's the only person that can tell the others what happened to us. What if she's in on it? Okay, now did okay. you see this coming? Cause you were you're against Britney. I did see it coming. I knew her butt was a trafficker. Okay, I, I said, had Brit no idea. Are you kidding me? I was like, why are you up in here getting? Look again. I didn't re realize from the beginning because I was like, wait, why would she do that to her friends? But mm -hmm. the moment, like again, I was like, why were you trying to get her drunk? You brought her not real water to drink, and it was specifically when Natalie said Britney was with me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, she trafficking. I just can't believe you can just get dressed up, curl your hair when you're about to go get your friends trafficked. Look, you know, sometimes this happens. You know, women are used as bait. I, I always because, forget that. I always you know, forget that. Megan, I will remind you every day. I I'm know, sending you a text. I'm scheduling it every day. Women can be used as bait. Do not I trust know. someone. And because like my thing is like if a man knocks on the door and it's like late, I'm like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Good right. luck. You know, like <laughs> next house, buddy. But if a woman knocks on the door, I'm like, oh, a friend. Like I right. truly am just like, oh, a woman is safe. But I forget that they could be used or they're yeah. or, or they're crazy or exactly. they want to hurt me. I just don't think of that. I, I try to think the best of, of gals. Of all but women. You're right. Of you're all right. women. But the thing about it, though, is that, like, I don't understand why she would do this to the people she knows. Right. Like, if someone is doing that, I'm like, wouldn't you go get strangers? You know what I mean? And be like. Right. Uh, or like. Try, yeah, go to a said, mall. Exactly. Or look, there are many girls in that courtyard of that party who I'm sure didn't need to get drunk the way Brittany had to get April drunk. Do you know what I mean? Like you could have, mm -hmm. again, you guys, I am not saying anyone should be trafficked. I'm not trying to tell people how to do it right. I am <laughs> yeah, just I'm like, saying. go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I mean, she roofied them. Like yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. I just thought they independent. I thought April independently got drunk because she's a, and yeah. her tolerance is low. Yeah. And now it's like, oh no, her blonde friend roofied her. So we see a flashback of what Natalie's rideshare pickup was. And Brittany actually ends up getting like knocked down by the driver and they have a scuffle. And cause Natalie's trying to get away. And then Natalie, so like for, for this being whatever foolproof plan Brittany had with these guys, <laughs> Both of the girls have not gone without a fight. Exactly, exactly. Well, but also too, I, Natalie, you know, Natalie, even like wanting to go home, as soon as that car came, she was like, um, you are not it. You know what yeah. I mean? And she immediately starts to starts to pull back. So they scuffle and I'm like, okay, Natalie, you at least got a little common sense. But meanwhile, as Natalie's telling her this, April is all like, no, Brittany doesn't hurt people. It's like, girl, What? Who are you talking about? Because I have just seen Britney ruin you without thinking. From Because remember, from the very beginning, she had been planning that party with Sam and I didn't know. even tell April. I and know. You, and she knows. And she knows April and Sam have this terrible history. But you hear it in my voice. I, I would, it would be difficult for me to believe that one of my friends was trafficking me. <laughs> okay. I, it just okay. would. It just would be. I would, yeah. it would, I would go, I need a minute. I need a minute, okay? Okay, so while this is happening, Taylor is like, we need to go to April's house and make sure she got home safely. So Taylor yeah. and Sam go to the house 
they get there basically right as Miss Bishop is pulling up and Miss Bishop is immediately like, what's wrong? What's going on? And April's not at the house. And so panic starts to set in. Yeah, and Sam, Sam is like, we can track her phone, of course. I need to go find her. Well, hey, let's track her phone. Find it that way. Yeah? It's pretty simple. Uh, can I use your phone? Why do all the creeps in the Lifetime universe know about phone tracking? No one is ever, the people who recommend phone tracking are never like the cool people. Do you know what I mean? Or like the safe people. It's never like the doctor or the teacher (laughs) who's like, we should track their phone and find this missing child. It's always a creepy guy who's like, Mm -hmm. I tracked her phone. This was helpful. It just, it comes from a place of Sam, how many times have you done this before? (laughs) Um, Okay, so they've, See that her phone is registering that she's on a farm not too far away. Right. So they are setting off. This film has a lot of cutting back and right, forth back for and the forth. rest We're, of it. Between yeah, at all times, Natalie and April are in a freezer. Okay? Yes. okay. So just back to the freezer. So now Natalie is deciding to reminisce about how nice April's mom always was to her. This reminds me of the sleepovers we used to have in middle school. Where we trade massages, and your mom would help us put on my mask. Is this even the time? No, it's April. <laughs> Natalie is just really it's having a. It. She's having a graduation party in her damn head, and so. <laughs> They start talking about the cheating and Natalie's like, I never cheated. And April's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I did. But you just were so willing to believe that I hooked up with Sam. And so then it made me mad at you that you think I would be capable of doing that. And then they just start telling each other how the other one is prettier. And I'm like, we need a plan, ladies. We need a plan. Is Thank there a crate you. we can stand on? Exactly. Can we make a shiv out of an object? Is there a bat? We need to be thinking. Like, yeah. Because they're going, they are flattering. Okay. At this point, too, Natalie is like really kind of freaking out. And April is the cool, calm, and collected one. And Naomi, I think that you would be the April and I would be the Natalie. That feels right, actually, because I'll tell you this. But I will tell you this, like, I don't know if I would have a plan, but I wouldn't freak out. Like when I'm actually in a stressful situation, I kind of just get real serious and I'm like, okay, what are the next steps to take? But also, I I also feel like I would give up quickly. Like I would try to get out. And then once I couldn't get out, I would be like, well, I guess I'm dying. And then I would just lay down. Mm. So that's not helpful in any way. You know what I mean? April's helpful. It's definitely calm. I mean, it's calm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so next we see Miss Bishop, Taylor, and Sam, and they are driving to this farm. They're in a cornfield, which is always spooky at night. Mm-hmm. At night, that's mm-hmm. spooky time. Oh, my God, and yes. And they come upon Brittany's car, and then Sam thinks this is an appropriate thing to say. I'm sure she's okay. A lot of kids just like to get freaky out here at the end of summer, you know. Sam, please. Stop talking. Why is he such a piece of shit? I, I, I just can't imagine talking this way in front of a parent. Like it's to like, a parent. It's like literally your child is missing and he's like, uh. Maybe she's getting some. I, it's like, Sam is terrible. Um, When I saw the cornfields, it really took me back to high school. Cornfields mm-hmm. were a huge part of my high school. A lot of people would yeah. like party in cornfields. Mm-hmm. We would go in at Halloween. We would get chased in cornfields by... um. <laughs> 
what are they called? <laughs> chainsaws, chainsaws. We would go and get chased by chainsaws in cornfields. Wait, wait, wait. And- by choice? You oh, paid yeah, for this okay. to happen? Oh, oh, I did not want to go, but my friends were going. And they'd always be like, the chain is off. The chain is off. That's... <laughs> well, I got to say, though, things are about to get a little, a little unexpected for me because basically the girls are in this freezer and then out of nowhere, an older woman shows up. Dun, dun, dun. We got to take a break while you process that because it's about to pop off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back. <laughs> okay. The woman, the woman has shown up to the freezer. And I don't know about you. I said she's giving me very Anne Dowd and Handmaid's Tale yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The mastermind. She's cold. She does not value these little fertile women. You no, know what I mean? It, it, it's not a presence where you're like, she's going to take care of me. And so she starts giving April a physical, basically. She's examining her body and she sees that April has an appendix scar and this really pisses her off. And guess what? That's not a good sign. Okay. (laughs) We cut to mom and Taylor who have found this really quite lovely house. I know. Um, It's like a little cottagey moment. Yes. We've got somehow... The farm is also waterfront property. Um, and so we've got twinkly lights. We've got boat docks. And that is when they find Brittany's purse in a boat that also has April's phone in it. And then finally, after all of this, Taylor has a good idea. Miss Bishop, I think we should call the police. Because if we call the police, that means something is wrong and nothing is wrong. Yes, call the police. I yeah. don't understand. You yeah. call the popo. You call major crimes. You call the and homicide unit because this is now something bigger. Yeah, usually parents call the police too early and the police are like, you have to come back in 24 hours. Miss right. Bishop, she's like, I need 15 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. And in the freezer, Natalie is also is now being examined. And so when mm-hmm. the doctor is touching her, she bites the woman's arm. And so in the kind of that surprise and confusion, she basically gives April a chance to run away. And we yeah. see when April is running, that was we're back in our cold open. We're yeah. back in our cold open seat. She's in this like rundown warehouse trying to escape and then gets caught by the creepy guy out of central casting. And Meanwhile, Sam is in the cornfield and he runs into Brittany. Sam, what are you doing here? 
just looking for you in April. What makes you think she's with me? We tracked her phone out here. We? What are you doing out here? My car broke down. I called my brother to come get me. Oh, your car. Well, couldn't April fix that? No, she can't. She's... Sam, I need you to leave before he gets here. Oh, boy. And Brittany looks really scary. At, like, in we haven't seen her in, like, 20 minutes in the film. And, like, <laughs> she has turned into a spooky ghost in that time. And listen, and listen, it is. As soon as Sam tries to talk to Brittany. All I need you to do right now is leave, okay? I'm not going anywhere until I know where April is. Sam, get out of here. Why? What's wrong? Sam, run, now. Why? No, Sam, please, my brother is crazy. What's please, wrong? Sam, now. Sam, he's gonna You Well, that whole thing has fallen apart. That's crack, crack, crack. terrifying. Okay, The sketchy so- driver is her brother, and he's terrifying. And Michael just like runs and then he he has a shovel and then just beats Sam, you guys. And it was like, and look, I didn't like Sam. So it's not no. like I was upset, but I was surprised. I was yeah. just surprised. I, was, okay? I did not. I did not know we were gonna, that Sam was gonna die and that yeah. Brittany was gonna watch it happen with a shovel. Um, also, Brittany's brother's name is Michael and that's my brother's name. And it did spook me. Now, they were very close, Brittany and Michael. There was like, you know, as they're like talking, basically, I, they're it, like talking about their plans to run away and they're just going to do this one thing tonight and then they can be free. And they were very close in an inappropriate way. Uh, very what's close. your relationship like with your brother, Michael? Not like that. <laughs> and we're not talking Ruby close. They know their brother and sister. Okay. Exactly. And you you get the vibe almost that Michael's like really into Brittany. And you're like, this yeah. is so, your family is crazy. And then at this moment, I was like, is the doctor their mom? Like, is this a family business? But I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Because basically like the doctor says something to Michael about like, I'm not going back to jail. So it's like, do they right. meet in jail? But jails aren't co-ed. So I don't no. know. It's like, was she a guard? I mean, so we don't really know. And now in a way, I do want to spin off of this. I need to know Michael and Brittany's life. Yeah. You know, but we don't we don't get enough of that. We need a prequel of when, yes. like, was the doctor a doctor in jail and she met Michael doing, like, giving him an yes. exam in jail. Oh my jail. God, honestly, that was probably it. And then she recruited him. And then he was like, oh, I have a blonde sister and we'll probably need her. Um, (laughs) I would like, because then I'm like, what are Brittany and Michael's parents like? Like, Oh, they don't have parents. They they did at some point. They They, they came out of somewhere. They have gone from foster home to foster home. And Um, all they've had is each other. I'm telling you. That is the fact. Or else she would not be so trauma bonded to him. Yeah. We need the Brittany and Michael origin story. Yeah. Because you could convince me too that like Michael's not even her biological brother. And he's just like, I'm your brother. And then it's like, (laughs) what? Why do you keep trying to touch me? I can see that. Oh boy. But but here's the thing though. We do get a little bit of hope because as... Brittany and Michael are talking about their plans. Taylor and Miss Bishop, like, come upon them. Yeah, they come upon it and they're listening. And so when they decide to take Sam's body in the van, Miss Bishop is like, we're following them. Yeah. And I was like, very brave because I will also say this. I'm like, it's pitch black. You're in a cornfield. You got your high beams on. How are you going to do this? How are you going to do this without being found out? But they do. So the rest of the movie, just keep in mind that Natalie and April are freezing and their teeth are clattering. Yes. And it is just 
Yeah. Like, Chattery, are, I mean, you guys, Natalie has frozen tears on her yes. face. I mean, this is we really are, good we, special effects. Yes, we are just watching two women try and plan how they're going to get out of the place. Well, they're, it's like so it's difficult. Really and I'm yeah, like, that's why we can't I? play a clip because it really is just a lot of. <laughs> yeah. And it's very upsetting to, to watch slash hear. Now, are the murderers or the bad guys, are they happy that this frozen thing is happening or are they upset? That's what I thought, too, because I was like, you don't want them to be frozen. And the doctor is mad that they're cold, too. Yeah. Right? Like when the doctor comes in, it's like, why isn't the fan off? And then the guy's like, I don't know how to turn it off. It's like, where did she find these two idiots? Well, jail. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're not supposed to be freezing to death. But basically, she turned it on and no one knows how to turn it off. And now they're cold. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is like an an abandoned warehouse. There's got to be another room you can put them in. You need the body to stay body temp. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this is... At this point, the guys, the the bad guys are bad. The doctor is bad. April, you have caused a situation with this freezer, though. Right, exactly. I was like, I didn't appreciate it. I was like, don't make this April's fault, but okay, okay. (laughs) It's not. And mom and Taylor get to the warehouse. Mom grabs a crowbar from her car and is ready to roll and literally is like, just listen to this real quick. What are you doing? Let go of the door, Taylor. What are you doing? You can't leave me out here. Listen to me. Call the police. I'm trying. Keep trying until you get through. If anything happens, just run. And just leave you here? I can't just stay here. I love it. Taylor's like, what am I supposed to do? She's like, call the police. Just, I'm gonna, I'll be gone. Like, I like that they just left. She like left Taylor. She was like, you are dead weight, Taylor. You are not uh, helping this process. I'd be Let so scared if here. I was Taylor, though. I know, like, I would too. It was, it was the same. Of course, because like, a mother's instinct is like, I have to go find my child. And Taylor's instinct is like, I can't run into that scary building. I know. Oh, boy. Okay, so we see Natalie. It appears she's dead. Um, yeah, and she's then, like passed out. She's not responding. No. Again, they're freezing. And I mean, April's damn near frozen too. And But the, the bad guys, they're happy because they're like, oh, look, a fresh body. Another and body. he's dead, so we can take these organs. And I don't know how that works. Um, <laughs> I guess you just have extras. Except here's the thing I didn't understand. Why did they think these would be girls that people wouldn't notice? Because they're black. Well, no, we get that. But I'm like, y'all oh. picked the wrong black girls. Because I know. Miss Bishop is all up on the case. And I you know. know that about her mother. Like, Brittany, you know your friend's mom and you know your friend's yeah. upbringing. So why would you think that, like, no one would notice? You don't think if- this ballerina is going to look for them and has, like, physical skills? It's like, Brittany, you should have befriended, like, the runaways at school. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, she, I was like, I was like, you know, April is like young, gifted, and black. She is able to like jumpstart a car. This is not the person you're like, no one will notice if she's God. Yeah. You know? Brittany, there's white girls that people won't miss too. Exactly. Okay. okay. Oh boy. So now we get another Brittany and her brother moment. And they're, Brittany's like in, in the building. You could tell she's having like, She's conflicted. She's she's like, wait a minute, should I not have given my friends to an organ trafficker? Yeah, that conflicted is what I was trying to say when I said, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm so baffled and creeped out, though, because at this moment, Michael, her brother, grabs her and kisses her, like, intensely. Do you love me, Brittany? Yes. Prove it. 
oh no. It was so terrible. So now it's like, okay, she's obviously being abused by him and controlled. And that, look, I'm going to tell you this, Megan. I still don't, I still hate Britney. It don't make me feel any less angry at her. So then he kisses her and then, you know, he like walks away. She like runs out, you know, to like, you know, spit and wipe her mouth and like get some fresh air. I mean, I get it. Listerine. Exactly. But then when she gets out there, Miss Bishop sees her. And she has some words for little Brittany. Listen to that. We make our own choices. We make good choices and we make bad choices, but they're ours to make. Now, I don't know what you did to get April involved with your brother tonight, but it's not too late. We can fix this. You need to help me find my daughter. I get it. Miss Bishop, wait. Miss Bishop, you don't know where she is. But I do. Brittany finally decides to do something good. Mm-hmm. She's like, I will show you where in the maze of this rundown warehouse your daughter is. Well, they get there as the doctor is checking on the girl's vitals. I know that's right. the word. And the doctor is like, they are, they're alive, but they're like clinging to life at this point. Right. So the doctor is about to begin surgery on April. Yep. Or is it not? Yeah. No, April. no, it was April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Miss Bishop and Brittany come in and they find Natalie in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a tussle. Yeah, well, because basically they go, Miss Bishop finds Natalie, but no April. And that's when you realize, oh, they've moved April to another place. So they're kind of like playing with you with the edit there, right? Because you still think they're in the room together. And Uh then it's like, oh, Natalie is like still passed out. So they decided to, I guess, work on April first. And as they're about to run out, Brittany and Miss Bishop, Michael catches them. Right. And he is like trying to lock them in the room. And then (sighs) Brittany... Finds her power. Yeah. Finally. And she basically takes the crowbar that Miss Bishop had had and uses it to knock her brother Michael out. Yeah. Knocks him out. Knocks him out. And then kind of they push him in the in the freezer. Mm -hmm. And she's like, like, close the door. Close the door. That was scary. Like when she was, was like, they were like, come on, Brittany. And she was like, nope, close the door. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, is she, what is she about to do? Is she about to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is, she, is she trying to go down together? Like, mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. No, there's a rage in her eyes and we'll find out what she does. Yeah. Okay, so this is when the doctor is about to remove April yep. and Miss Bishop comes upon them and the doctor and Miss Bishop have a fight they get into it, and then the cops come. Or like she's trying. She's well, like finally her Taylor. Down. Taylor finally yeah. got some cell phone service in the cornfield yes. and managed to get a cop to come. And so it's like, okay, thank God. So Taylor was helping. Taylor was yeah. helping in her own way. And then so like the cops are coming. The doctor is like they've got they've got all the bad guys. We see basically that Brittany has killed her brother in the freezer. Yes, she's um, like holding his bloodied body, and she's like, he yeah. can't hurt anyone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And Ugh. then uh, the the larger sketchy man, mm-hmm. uh, the larger of the two, he has an, a bloody eye patch when he's being let out yes. by the police. And I was like, did I miss him losing an eye? Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. So basically, the doctor is like about to cut into April, right? So mm-hmm. she's got a scalpel. But then when Miss Bishop comes in and they like, you know, she like hits her with the crowbar and they start to tussle. Basically, the doctor accidentally like, in waving oh. her scalpel, <gasps> she gets sketchy guy in the eye. 
oh no, that's not good. That I hurts. know it was, but it was a really quick moment, but it was also like, oh, you know what I mean? But it was also yeah. like, good. They should all be destroyed in some way. Right. When I saw the eye patch, I was like, well, she got an eyeball, you know, like I thought she had, <laughs> I thought she was like, I may not get an appendix, but I got an eyeball. No one ever wants an appendix. That's why I didn't understand why she was so mad. I was like, it's literally the organ that anyone yeah, can I, do without. And I was like, why are you mad that she doesn't have an appendix? I don't know. I don't think so she's strange. I don't think she's a great doctor, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't think she's taking that oath very seriously. Wow. Megan, you know what? Sometimes you are brave. <laughs> you will speak truth to power in a way that other people would never. Thank and you. it's just an honor to know you in those Thank moments. You. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so the bad guys are caught, and then we do the classic. Lifetime. They don't tell us how far we flash forward, um, but we flash forward enough that Natalie, Taylor, and April go to visit Brittany in a mental institution, and they all share this moment. We don't hate you, Brittany. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be alive. Thank you. Of course, it's gonna take some time for forgiveness but true friendship is worth fighting for okay mm-hmm. they have handed her a group picture of all four of them mm-hmm. and i gotta say these girls are too forgiving absolutely yeah. not you know how i feel about britney i understand that she was a victim of her brother you don't have to be up in here trafficking your friends uh, yeah so britney obviously used some sort of insanity um yeah plea and and but like we don't know how long she's gonna be there and they're like we're all gonna be friends it's like how she's on shutter island i don't know how (laughs) this foursome friendship is gonna be maintained i I guess i am happy that britney's not in jail jail yeah that they're just like she needs to have some like rehabilitation mentally but god britney did a pretty good job of just being like i'm a normal high school girl (laughs) how long did she go there like exactly how long was this game they were playing was she like a senior transfer in and oh my god that must be (sighs) it because i was like how are you out here britney i could not believe it and then after they give britney this picture natalie and april are giving a talk outdoors to a group of doctors about the dangers of trafficking and are basically telling them like it's on you guys like it's on you, you guys, because you, yeah. you got to know the doctor who's out here cutting up people on the side. And I and, did really like that. I'd never heard of it. I've never heard it framed that way of like, if you see something, say something, doctors. Because right. like, yeah, if just a heart shows up out of nowhere, right. maybe maybe ask for the paper trail. Well, okay, because girl, after we watched this movie, I went down a rabbit hole, honey. I was looking up, I was reading every article about organ trafficking and, you know, how it's, you know, such a billion dollar industry that's like never talked about. And like, I was reading one article about, for instance, how these, there's some men who operate in the slums of Brazil, meaning that's where they get organs from because they will go to these places where people are dirt poor and be like, well, if you give us a kidney, I could break you off 5K. Which, you know, if you're living in a town where the average yearly income is- Yeah, if you're living in a tenement. Yeah, Yeah, and so so that's what they do. But then, and then I found this thing though. Look at this, Megan. 
I put in a, a chart, Henny. We, I found a breakdown of the various costs of organs on the black market from a book called Bloody Harvest. Oh my god! From 2007. And a okay, so we're will, talking way more now. Exactly, way more now. A kidney will go for sixty-two thousand dollars. Wow, sixty-two k for a kidney. A liver, ninety-eight thousand. Now you know why that's so expensive. Chug a lug. <laughs> You know, people are like, oh, I got to get a new liver. You know, there's definitely yeah. some Mondays where I'm like, well, I need a new liver. I know. Oof. Right. Lifetime teaching live. us lessons. Literally. Scary guys. lessons. Yeah, but- scary lessons. Like, don't go down the rabbit hole that I did. But also, you know, these things are actually happening. And it's like, and that is, again, honey, check the license plate of that Uber. Okay. Lessons learned. Takeaways. Oh. Check the license plate of the Uber. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, we have to end it on like this, or just this section, of course, on a little higher note. So with that, I would say, Megan, if I needed a kidney, would you give me one? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And Thank you don't you so need much. to do anything for it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I tell people all the time, I'll give them organs. Anytime I meet an Indianapolis Colts player, I go, what do you need? Take it out of me. <laughs> Who this, okay, y'all, this movie is part of, the Lifetime Summer of Secrets theme, okay? So, I mean, this movie was wild. There were secrets. You did not know Britney was out here trafficking, okay? Mm-mm. And we have one of the stars of another Summer of Secrets film, Annabeth Gish, lead in the movie Gone Mom. Which follows the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos, one of the premier movies in Lifetime Summer of Secrets. And you will know her, gosh, from everything. I she was mean. in. I mean, Mystic Pizza, iconic. X Files. X Files. Okay. The TV We're talking series. Everything. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, we can start naming credits, but the fact is, we are here with someone who is booked, busy, blessed, Annabeth Gish, y'all. Now, let me just tell you what's going on in Gone Mom. All right. This movie oh, is wait, a true story. I, I know this story. This story is really. I have a friend who's from this town. Oh my God. Well, you guys, listen. This movie is about a wealthy Connecticut mother of five who mysteriously vanished on May 24th, 2019. Jennifer believed she had found her Prince Charming in Fotis Dulos, but by the time of her disappearance, their marriage had all but disintegrated and the estranged couple was engaged in a contentious custody dispute. So... Listen, Jennifer disappears without a trace after dropping off her children at school one day. And then, of course, the police look at the husband, Fotis, and he's like, Jennifer staged her own disappearance, okay? Like that movie Gone Girl. Mm. Despite his assertions, investigators charge Fotis with the murder in January 2020. But just weeks after that, Fotis committed suicide, claiming his innocence till the very end. And to this day, the body of Jennifer Dulos has not been found. Okay, okay, this is like very stressful. I don't even know if I'm emotionally ready, but you know what I am ready for? To talk to Annabeth Gish. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. We are so excited to have our guest today. She is part 
of the Summer of Secrets series of movies. She is the lead in Gone Mom. Oh my God, this is huge. This is huge. Wait, hold on. Now, hold on. Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 just wait, just wait. All I see is a green screen. Hold on, I'm, I, we're all good. We're, hold on. I know we're good. Yay. 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 <laughs> it is satisfying. Like, it's like, oh, we, I mean, you are very successful and now you're having to be your own podcast engineer producer all of these wild things where you're like i got into acting because i didn't want to do this <laughs> shit you know oh believe me that the funny discussions that's a nice way of putting it with my husband <laughs> and myself about like i'm not a technical genius you know, i know <laughs> If if my husband has to tape one more audition with me, we are going to get divorced. Absolutely. Like it is so. Can he? I'm like, can you speed it? He's like, why are you giving me oh notes? God, I'm like, I'm just stressed. <laughs> I know. Oh, my husband has had to um, read with me. My kids have had to read with mm. me for self tapes, and yes, I still do have to self tape. Offer only, oh, only Annabeth. For Annabeth. Offer no. only. No. Wow. No. Wow. Uh, no. Do you ever just send them like DVDs? Just mail them DVDs of films you've been in and be like, let me know. Here's my tape. Here's my tape. You ever heard no. of it, Mystic Pizza? Well, it was a it was a while ago. Yeah, they're probably like, no. <laughs> but halt and catch fire, okay? Like there's two honey, there's yes. so much happening that I'm like, you could just literally be like, I can't. But it also does help us because you know, obviously yeah. we're going to ask you about Gone Mom, but I think it's important for you to know about me and Megan. You know, part of our goal in hosting this podcast is to have a lifetime movie of our own. So we are just here, you know, to also pick your brain about yes. how we can get there. You know, we really think we will be good as women under attack, perhaps from stalkers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the plan. Mm -hmm. Well, that could just be... That could just be being an actress in Hollywood. That's <laughs> that's real. Okay, going that's on, real. Going in auditions. <laughs> that's well, very okay, true. Okay, I'm going to pivot us, okay? Because, Annabeth, I need to know, you know, before this movie, were you a lifetime movie watcher? You can be honest with us. Uh, it, you know, there yes. is no wrong answer. Well, listen, like... I have a history with Lifetime because in my, I, I've done very, like, not in the last 10 years, but I, ha I had a, a run wow, of some Lifetime movies. you're part of the movies. cinematic universe. Okay, this is oh, huge. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Go back, go on to my IMDb. I'm a proud Lifetime <laughs> member. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, what lifetime. are your, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already, actually have it pulled <laughs> To up. live again? Was to live again? To live again. That sounds like a lifetime title. Yes. You know? Okay. With okay. Katie with Katie Seagal. Okay. Oh, yes, I've seen to yes. live. Okay. And yes. you played Karen Holmes. All okay, right. What about yes. when he's not a God's new plan? Okay, go ahead. What is it, Megan? God's new plan. God's new plan and when, when he's, he's not, not a stranger. stranger. That's those what I was gonna the, say. That feels those Yeah. Wow. 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 Those were my and 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 I'm proud of all of these projects because again. I mean, I really am at the end of the day, uh, like all I want to do is tell women's stories. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about this, but you know, as someone who has just been booked, busy, blessed for over 30 years, you know, can you talk to us about the secret to that? You know, what can we be doing, all of us, all the young actors out here in these streets, you know, what would you recommend? How do you stay in it? And how do you stay on top, Gish? Uh, well, I mean, booked, busy, and blessed. Um, <laughs> there. 
I'm sure 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has felt busy and blessed. Listen, over a 30, 30 plus year career, there have been troughs where I have not been booked and I have not been busy. Um, if you're, if this is what you want, if you want to be an actor, a writer, a director, creative in the industry, then you just have to keep, like, endurance is a thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's hard. It is hard. Like, you really have to supplant yourself. Um, my life, you know, I have a really normal life. I have, like I said, before we started the podcast, like, I just got back from carpool mm-hmm. and, <laughs> like, I pack lunches. And so I have a, you know, I, I it's... um it is not a romantic thing, but I think fame and fortune are a little bit of a misguided yeah. barometer of yeah. success. But right? I don't know. Like, I want to be able to afford avocado and a sandwich. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get that avocado. With some money. radish. And, with some radish and some. Yeah. <laughs> That's your success. <laughs> One last cue, and then you okay. can live your best life. Now, you also. Unless you want to stay yeah, with us. Yeah, you can hang with us, like, dinner. literally, right. like, let's oh, chill. Oh, honey, I'm stuck in the booth I'm with these gals. <laughs> you wrote a letter to Lillian Gish telling her you were an aspiring actress, and I read that she told you, don't do it? Love that. I do love yeah. that. <laughs> I, have, I have the framed letter, which was typewritten back to me. I was 12 before I started officially, like I had been acting locally in Iowa. Um, and, and yeah, and I had written to her. My grandmother's name was Lillian Gish, but not the Aww. actress. And, and I said I wanted to be an actress. And she wrote me back this beautiful typewritten hand-signed stationery. It's like, you know, like delicate flowers on top back in (laughs) 1980-something. But yeah, she, she, her advice was to stay away from the business, (laughs) to stay where people loved you. Wow. That's hilarious. It also sounds like maybe she was like, I don't want new competition. She's no, she was out. like 80 by then. Like she started in 19, yeah. like 15. Yeah. She was yeah. out in the streets yes. and she was like, I'm done. No. That is so amazing. <laughs> I might need you to send me a picture of that just when I need a reminder. I might need to see Lillian Gish going, get out, get out, get out. Every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then maybe if I'm feeling yeah. low. I mean, we we have our own legendary Gish here now. If you were written a letter from a 12-year-old in Iowa... Mm. aspiring actress what would be what would be the advice you would give her you know it's probably not I I, I wouldn't uh discourage anyone Mm -hmm. but I would just say um save your money be smart (laughs) be kind and uh and you can also be an artist anywhere now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hollywood like it, where is hollywood now it's not it's not localized you could you can go you can make art anywhere mm-hmm. all right Get a TikTok account. Okay. You heard it tips, here. Tips from Gish. I'll take it. Honestly, like between your voice and your energy, I'm like, if you were leading a mindfulness seminar, I would attend. Yeah. So like whenever you feel like doing that, I'm like, because you're like, you're very calm. You're like. Your lighting mm, is yeah. so good. To, like when when Naomi said, how do you book? It's like, Naomi, we got to get better lighting. Listen, we're all just fumbling our way forward. That's all. Truly. Uh, Always. Annabeth, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was truly such an honor to meet you. Thank you. 
Oh my God, cannot believe we talked to Annabeth Gish. This was huge. That was beautiful. So exciting. And next week, we they the hits Absolutely. keep coming. <laughs> and, I, and I and this one really is a hit. Um next week's film is Deadly Misconduct, a brand new lifetime original yes. movie about a, a brand new, brand new about a single mom juggling her career as a rising prosecutor with her daughter's extracurricular activities, suffers a lapse in judgment when she spends the night at a rival defense attorney's Mm. home. Uh Uh-oh. Things go from bad to worse when she's awakened next to the murdered body of the defense attorney. But the worst, that's not even the worst. The worst is yet to come as the next morning she's tasked with prosecuting his murder. Oh my God, obsessed. There's nothing I love more than the wake up next to a dead body. Like that's that, that um, ah! plot device, because it's like, I love that. What were you doing the night before, girl, that you could even be I in know. this situation? I know. Whew. Very double jeopardy, very flight yes. attendant. So you can watch Deadly Misconduct on the Lifetime Movie Club. It's a Lifetime Movie Club exclusive. You can watch it by going to LifetimeMovieClub.com. And Lifetime Movie Club likes us so much. <gasps> That they're giving our listeners, that's you guys, a one month extended free trial until June 30th to watch this movie and so many others that we love. This is amazing news. So just go a month, an extra free month. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com backslash podcast. And if you need a taste to get yourself real excited, here's a little something from Deadly Misconduct. If I go down, so do you. You stay away from me. What do you have there, my files? What do you, are you crazy? You're not getting out of here with those. I said stay away from me. Jesus, you are crazy. Okay, no excuses. We will be unpacking that and we will see you next week. Au revoir. Au revoir and don't get murdered. (laughs) Or Au revoir. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, Tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. With Samantha Gatsik, a sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 